When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Mr. Grinch. Happy Thursday, everybody. It's the Colleen and Bradley show on MyTalk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. Hi. Hey, how are you? Good. How are you? Um, you know, I'm good. good. You know, we're just doing different yeah. new things with the show <laughs> all the time, but that's fine. Um, but let's also talk. <laughs> that's fine. Moving it's on. Fine. I'm fine. Everything's fine. 2020. But- <laughs> Can I ask you a question real quick? Um, behind the scenes production hour. Yeah. Um, is your microphone on, or is it yeah. your computer mic? Or Holly is her mic a little low? I can barely hear her, and it. I just want to make sure we're all on the same page. Thank you, 2020 guys. We're all on uh, the same page. I don't know what page you're on, though. Okay. 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 But can you hear me now? Yeah. I mean, I can hear you. You're good. Okay, fine. Good. Uh, do you want me to talk louder? Let's actually talk about something that everybody wants to hear about. Yes. Sean Mendez. Apparently, he is opening up. What's oh, he opening oh. up about? He's opening up about the truth um, as he sees it. Okay, so I want to take you on a Sean Mendes journey. I want to take a Sean Mendes journey. Sean Mendes and Camila Cabello make up a publicationship. Uh, publicationship is a relationship for publicity. Colleen, what's a Sean Mendes and a Camila Cabello called in our world? We call them a Shamila. Shamila. Or just Shamila. Shamila Shamazel uh, lies in subterfuge incorporated well Mm -hmm. he is opening up and i saw this article come up and anytime i see a sean mendez story come up i'm there why because we've been so we've been paying so close attention to their publicationship that anytime i see a headline i'm like oh i smell some lies let's listen to some lies but i was actually really pleasantly surprised but it was a twofer on the one hand i was actually surprised by the amount of honesty and um openness on the part of Sean Mendez regarding one particular part of his life. But then I also saw right through some of that um, in relation to another part of his life that seems like a hotbed of lies. So the headline was Sean Mendez says, quote, there was a desperation for me to come out as being gay. And I was like, wait, is he coming out? Is he gay? What? Because that, I mean, that would be news, well, that would right? Be news, because right? he's been making out in the streets with with uh, Camila Cabello. Exactly. And when you're gay, I don't know and, if you guys know this, but when you're gay, you don't usually make out with ladies unless you're in your 20s and they're your besties and it's college and you've gotten really drunk and you're in the backseat of your friend's car on the way home from the bar and you're like just doing that dumb thing that you do when you're that age. And then Did that like, happen to a friend of yours? I mean... That was me. Okay. <laughs> I actually, my friend bit my tongue and I was like, you are so dumb. Ow. You just bit my tongue. She's like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay. Okay. Anyway. Why do I want to hear more of this story? But we have to get I back to Sean I also rolled Mendes. down the window and barfed out the side. 
Oh, that probably left a stain. On the freeway, on 94, oh. coming back to St. Paul, and it left a huge ass stain that she then had to take to the car wash the next day, and she still has not let me forget it. And this woman is very successful in life right now, and it makes me laugh every day that I once barfed out of the side of her car. Anyway, okay. Back, back to, to Shawn Mendes. Mendes. So when I thought he was going to talk about being gay, I was like, sign me up, because I think a lot of gays would uh, be kind of excited. But what he's actually saying, as I'm sure you probably have figured out at this point, that he's he's saying he's not gay, but there was a pressure early uh, in his career, a, quote, desperation for me to come out as being gay, which is such a ridiculous thing. Now, I know that sounds weird, so let me just keep reading. I got upset because I'm just going to read his words, because I can't put words in his mouth you just have to hear these words for themselves i got and then upset. we'll dissect them and again this is the part where i'm actually appreciating his honesty he says i got upset because i know people who are gay and who haven't come out and i know and put a pin in that because i'd like to know who those people are because yeah, he right? is in hollywood in the music industry mm-hmm. share please it's none of my business come out when you're ready still gossip I got upset because I know people who are gay who haven't come out, and I know the suffering they experience because of that. It's just completely ignorant and insensitive people to be on that bleep. Referring back to people speculating about his gayness, allegedly. and the I mean, he's fa- not wrong. Right? Yeah, exactly. He goes on to say, and this was in a different, um, this was in a different, uh, a Guardian piece from 2019. For me, speculation about my sexual orientation is hurtful. I get mad when people assume things about me because I imagine people who don't have the support system I have and how it must affect them. So he's saying, like, I get mad on behalf of other people, right? Okay. I mean, yeah. I mean, I'm here. For, I mean, so far, so good. That was why I was so angry. And you can see I get. Th- riled up because i don't think people understand that when you come at me about something that's stupid you hurt so many other people they might not be speaking but they're listening which i totally actually agree with like you don't know who's listening when you're saying your dumb thing it's like i find myself doing that all the time i am 46 years old have lived a certain life have a lived experience i can't assume that everybody has my lived experience so when i look at something someone else is choosing to do or not do like not be honest about who they are i say that having been honest with myself for the last 27 years of my life so Mm -hmm. i am in a different place so i think for somebody who is what is he, 22? Yeah, he's 22. We checked Sean, this this morning. Sean Mendez is 22 years young. And that's incredibly insightful that he's able to, to recognize that, right? Right. Um, he then goes on to talk about, you know, how um, he told his followers he wasn't gay and how, like, it, it it's nobody's business and all that stuff. Um, let's see if there's anything else I want to add specifically. Again, this is all about the Sean Mendes stuff that I'm sort of like here for. Um, uh, this is, this is where, this is where things begin to change. He's talking to Rolling Stone in 2018 and saying he's obsessive about what people are saying on social media and does things like change the way he crosses his legs based on the comments of an anonymous stranger quote in the back of my heart i feel like i need to go be seen with someone like a girl in public to prove to people that i'm not gay even though in my heart i know that it's not a bad thing there's still a piece of me that thinks that and i hate that side of me 
He then also relates an inner monologue that he had imagining responding to his followers saying, I thought you bleeping guys are so lucky I'm not actually gay and terrified to come out. That's something that kills people. That's how sensitive it is. Do you like the songs? Do you like me? Then who cares if I'm gay? So like that part I totally get, but back it up a little bit. And it's the part where he says, in the back of my heart, I feel like I need to go be seen with someone like a girl in public to prove that I'm not gay, even though in my heart I know it's not a bad thing. And there's Sorry. more to that, which here was the the truth that I took away. One, that he's pretty awesome in understanding on behalf of gay people what that struggle is like. But also, number two, he seems to have a really big concern about what other people think, including but not limited to how he crosses his legs and admits to actually changing what he does as a response to that, which tells me that it is so obvious everything we've said for the last year. How long has it yeah. been now? I don't know. Oh, well, since we've been talking about Shamila. It's hard to know because the last month has felt like a year. It tells me that our that our spidey senses are tingling for a reason, that he is hyper aware of the the image he is presenting to the outside world and whether he's aware of that or not or to what extent he's aware doesn't mean that he's still not not still trying to manipulate um his audience in some way or feels that he can't be totally honest with his audience because he's like three steps i actually understand this kind of thinking which which endears me to him but also makes me like uh i see what you're doing i the the part that i mean you're right. Like, and I don't have that lived experience to, to, um, like you do to kind of be able to relate to, to that thinking three steps ahead and kind of all the wonderful, sensitive things he said. But, but the piece that is, that stands out to me is when he says, it makes me feel like I have to be seen out with a woman in order to dot, dot, dot tells you like you said he does the math in his mind mm-hmm. about like how people are thinking when they see him out and about with a woman mm-hmm. and relationship is it any shock well, that we're talking about thing. him in the context of a relationship which right i mean is it defined by finding a woman in to be in public with yeah i mean it doesn't like confirm it but it certainly tells you that the math is there that he is thinking about how people think about him when they see him in a certain way. Mm. Well, and also remember, publicationship is not, I know it's in your heart. You know, people do this dumb thing about all sorts of things, some of which we're not going to talk about, where they're like, I know what's in this person's heart. I don't care. That is irrelevant to what you and I do from noon to three, Monday through Friday. That's an interesting side note, but I'd rather you talk to, to, um, David Letterman about that on his Netflix series about what's in your heart. I'm more concerned about what you're what you're doing on the outside in terms of your career, because that's what I get off on for from nine to five uh, for my job. Not Dolly Parton. Thank you. I'm just saying I am more concerned about the, the mechanics of public facing celebrity and how you execute that based on. You know, you get um, for clumped, don't you? you get I know for clumped it's, about it's it. hard. I know. Well, again, no, to be to but, just like in summation, here, uh, here, Sean Mendez is like saying it out loud in a way that I'm totally like. You're just admitting that you're you're being a celebrity in the way that we talk about celebrities behaving, but then 
not realizing that we see that, right? Like you're exactly. saying it and acting like we shouldn't see that. Exactly. I know that sounds or that a it only obtuse, applies but... to the, it only applies to the the thing that he's talking about. Mm-hmm. But we're like, oh no, you're doing the math, and guess who else is doing the math? The Colleen and Bradley show. Because yeah, you know, we were born That's what we at do. night. By the way, but we weren't born last night. Uh, you should listen to our podcast. It's called Go Deep in the Shallow. We might talk about this kind of stuff. Don't worry about it. Just download it wherever you get your podcast. <laughs> we we like do. it and review it. Uh, all right. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we're going to get all the dirt straight from Hollywood. It's a dirt alert with Holly Roberts after this on My Talk 1071. This is a My Talk dirt alert. Holly Roberts is here, and she's brought us all the dirt straight from Hollywood. It's a Dirt Alert. Hey, Halls. Hey, all right. Headline today, we talked about it at the top of the Dirt Alert just about 20 minutes ago. Ellen DeGeneres saying that she has tested positive for COVID-19. She's going to be hanging low for the rest of the year. She's feeling okay. And uh, that's really all we have to say about that. Good for her. I, mean, I just, it, yeah, it's all good. I, I feel like um, if she's feeling good, I, it just makes me, I'm always curious like what prompts people to get tested and like for her she probably gets tested like she probably wakes up and takes a test every day yeah it wouldn't be surprising you know what i mean right right i just hope we don't normalize or when we get on the other side of this which fingers crossed is going to be relatively soon as compared to the last year um, I know it won't, but I'm just whatever. Um, my point is, I hope at some <laughs> point there is an honoring of the fact that um, this was not. Oh, God, that's too big. There are just a lot of people navigating this experience, myself included, with a lot more resources, certainly mm-hmm. not to the level of an Ellen by any stretch. But the fact that like she's able to just be fine and we're learning mm-hmm. about it. I'm glad for her. It makes me sad that uh, uh, that not everybody can have that same experience. Mm-hmm. It certainly does. Like it, 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 I hope that we'll have a time to reflect on, uh, you know, as you're saying, like the inequity of mm-hmm. what we've been through. Without yeah. all the like BS that people want to throw at it because they're angry mm-hmm. at people and I don't got time for that. Yeah, so. we, we haven't got time for that. But we have time for <laughs> some, hopefully, uh, inevitable solutions to some of these Bigger yeah, I issues. like solutions. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you like to get all solution-y. Mm-hmm. So I don't have any solutions right now. I'm sorry. But I do have a story That's about... That's fine. <laughs> That's not your job. Your job. Our job is just to deliver the dirt. Wear a mask. Six feet. Mm-hmm. Be safe. Okay. There you go. Thank you. Thank you. But I do have a story about Johnny Depp. So there's this Oof. big... Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. 
big story in the Hollywood Reporter about Johnny Depp. And now, you know, we were talking before the show about this story. And Bradley, you said pretty succinctly that the story doesn't really necessarily offer any new details about Johnny Depp. But it really tells a narrative about why Johnny Depp is now considered among many people to be, well, a a scumbag. (laughs) And it just, it lays it all out. And we're learning some of the things, and some of the things I didn't even really know about, too, um, from this Hollywood Reporter article, you know, Johnny Depp yesterday filed in a London court, the Court of Appeals. He is appealing the judge's decision made last month that Johnny Depp was considered a quote-unquote wife beater. Like, it was not uh, libelous against him, you know? So... One of the things that Johnny Depp did that we're learning is that he wanted Amber Heard to be fired from Aquaman. And he wanted what? Warner Brothers to take that job away from her. Basically as a as, as revenge. Mm-hmm. Like a punishment. As a punishment. Right? And, and let's be clear, the thing that we then learned, which goes well beyond Johnny Depp, is that Hollywood is like... I mean, they didn't remove her. No. So... That's good. But that somebody would feel empowered to or entitled to do that, to like take something away from someone else solely because of their own, you know, um, role in Hollywood is disturbing, yet so predictable. And it's just like, that's the thing about this piece that just reminds you, like, and we talked a little bit about this before the show, that... Johnny Depp is like a dinosaur and he is like trapped in a tar pit right now getting sucked under and like there's a theme park that's like being built around him that will soon forget about him other than just like maybe his head will be poking out of the tar pit and people will come and look at it and throw things at it at some point. I'm sort of liking this weird fantasy you have going. (laughs) I'm just saying he's becoming ever the type of celebrity he represents is becoming ever more irrelevant. I hope. Well, the structure and the nature of Hollywood itself, the way that the business is run, is making a celebrity like Johnny Depp and his ability to survive in Hollywood for 35 years, that is becoming increasingly irrelevant. And one one producer in this Hollywood Reporter story said he Johnny Depp has just never been told no for the past 35 years. That's well, typ- I can Let this be a lesson to, uh, you know people of of the world these are what consequences look like when a person has never been told no the word no is a good thing right right and so in this article it is an indictment on that kind of celebrity where if somebody is not told no for 40 years look at how this behavior can manifest in all sorts of different areas on the set you know there's still a lawsuit in the movie that was never released the city of lies starring johnny depp if you guys remember that it was the story about the unsolved murders of notorious big and tupac shakur well there's a lawsuit that's still ongoing that claims that a drunk donny jet or johnny depp punched <laughs> punched johnny jepp I mean, name's johnny jepp like a drag king name um, yeah i'm, I'm donny jepp that is a good idea. I hope somebody takes that. Well, Johnny Depp allegedly was drunk on the set of City of Lies, punched a crew member twice on the set. Now, that lawsuit is scheduled to go to trial in early 2021. And let us not forget that there is another lawsuit that's set to roll out early this year, and that's here in the United States. That's that $50 million defamation lawsuit against Johnny Depp versus Amber Heard and her Washington Post op-ed where she didn't name Johnny Depp, but she was alluding to the fact that she was a victim of domestic abuse and all but named him. So that's still ongoing, too. It is just a mess. And 
And can we say the the thing that I was reminded reading this piece in the Hollywood Reporter, which if you you know get a few minutes today, um, you know have a gander. It, it, the title of it is "He's Radioactive Inside His Self Made Implosion." It it talks about how the judge. It wasn't just that he lost his case in London. And the studio was like, that's just, uh, that's not the best. You know, it's just, it's a little radioactive. It's that the judge then said, I actually believe most of the things Amber Heard was saying about you. So not only do I not think that, uh, or do I, uh, not only do I think that you didn't make your case, I also think um, that you are lying and that the person you said was saying these horrible things was actually probably telling the truth. Right. And that was just a bridge too far for Warner Brothers. Like, uh, we can't we can't be anywhere near the man who was, you know, um, assaulting this woman. Right. It wasn't just an image problem is what I'm saying That, that like an actual judge was like, I believe her. Which, thank God for that. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, Johnny Depp, you know, somebody uh, was quoted, a crisis management consultant said that Johnny Depp is a worst case scenario for handling bad PR, saying, I use him as a model for telling my clients what not to do. It's not a case of shooting himself in the foot. He shot himself in the face. So that is a quote from a crisis manager about Johnny Depp. Yeah. And then is really like quick suing question. us. Did they address the bed poo? No. No. Okay. It's not All in right, there. Fine. No, it's not in there. Hey, we need somebody to play our 30-second pop culture challenge. 651-641-1071. seconds. Five pop culture questions. Get them all right. You win a prize on My Talk 1071. We are going to give you 30 seconds to answer five pop culture questions. We do it every day at 1230 right here on the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071. Streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Uh, and this is your 30 second pop culture challenge. 30 second pop culture challenge. Who's on the phone today, Colleen? Who's on the phone today, Holly? We have Marta on the line. We have Marta on the line. And what is Marta playing for? Marta is playing for this. A viewing code for an at-home virtual screening of the movie Promising Young Woman. It's on Wednesday, December 23rd at 7 p.m. All right. Hey, Marta, are you ready to play the 30-second pop culture challenge? Yes, I am. Fabulous. The timer will begin after I ask the first question. Here we go. Liza Minnelli won her Oscar for a performance in what musical? Pass. What is the name of the van in Scooby-Doo? Mystery Machine. What is the name of the cat and mouse cartoon on The Simpsons? Itchy and Scratchy. Michael Scott is the lead character in what sitcom? The Office. Which singer had a hit song in the early 2000s with Get the Party Started? Um, is that Aaron Carter? Nope. Let's get this party started. Think about colors. Think about colors. Color. Um, Think about color. A really bright, fun color. Oh, Marta, honey. I'm so sorry you did not win the 30-second pop culture challenge today. But you can try again tomorrow because we do it every day at 1230 on the Colleen and Bradley show. Okay, what is the answer to the question Marta did not get correct? She got two incorrect. Uh, The first is Liza Minnelli won her Oscar for her performance in what musical? (sighs) Cabaret. 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 Oh. 
I just and. love Liza with the Z. And sorry, I was just wanting to marinate in some Liza. Which singer had <laughs> that a sounds personal? I know. <laughs> do that. It's do my that life. In your own time. Um, which singer had a hit song? Although I really just want to marinate in her mom. Okay. All right. Hey, that sounded um, really weird. Yeah, Which let's, singer... Can we cut that out, Holly? Can we just like rewind that and <laughs> cut that part out? and her mom. Yeah. Uh, which gross. which singer had a hit song in the early 2000s with Get the Party Started? That would be Pink. And I, I did a bad job of, because I was doing Get This Party Started, but that's not it. It's Yeah, it kind of is. How does it go? I'm, I'm coming out. out. So, so you better, better get, get the party, party started. The song that you were thinking of is, um, oh man, let's get this party started. Let's get it started. in here. That's the one you were thinking of. You were thinking of the Black Eyed Peas. Got it. Yes. Another two thousands yeah, yeah. relic, when? and another color. I mean, I was going to say pink adjacent. That's true. Yeah, it's true. Also, All fun right. fact, that song's almost 20 years old. Okay. Okay. That was unnecessary because now I feel old and I don't need any help. All right. Now <sighs> that we've answered all those questions, we can move on to solve some mysteries. And we do that in the form of blind items that Holly's brought for us in this segment we call Blinded by the Item. Blinded by the Item. Guys, we're just on a big rock hurtling through time and space. Pew, pew. Feels like it. Because it's true. I mean, yeah, mm-hmm. it is and technically as true. the world turned, so does celebrity gossip mysteries. Here's our first one. Over the past several weeks, this A-list, mostly television actor, has been promising his girlfriend they will get married and he won't delay it too long. At the same time, though, he did hook up with his A-list singer X. <sighs> hmm. Mm. Now let's start with the singer, because once we figure out the singer, we'll be able to get to the X. Or no, not the, yeah, her ex. So That she's hooking up with. Correct. So, who's also been promising a girlfriend who we probably don't know. Correct. We don't know the girlfriend. Um, the singer is the biggest person in this blind item. A minus list singer. Like, what generation are we talking about? Like, our age, younger, older? She would be considered a millennial. Oh. Now, it's interesting that NT Lawyer is now categorizing this person as an A minus list singer, at least based hmm. on the comment section, because this person is a big name, but I suppose their records have been okay lately. Oh. Did she get her start on a reality program? She did not. Oh. Can can I get like an age range? Is this like a like a mm, a young singer or is this an older like 25 to 35 30s okay 25 to 35 i think this person is in their 30s let me check okay so adele no she's not a minus well and she also well i guess it could be her ex this person is 34 Hmm. and you would have you think we might think of her more as an a-list oh yes Mm mm-hmm Okay, so I'm just going to pretend. She used to be engaged to someone who is a television actor. Oh. And they're hooking back up, so the blind item says. Okay, so this Um, is, is she from the United States? Yes, she is proud to be an an American. American. I guess he would have said foreign-born otherwise. Um, Okay, so let's think about, like... Is she a pop star? Yes. Oh. Okay. So it's not, but it's not like Katy she's, Perry. She's married. She's busy. 
It's not Katy Perry, uh, but think of somebody else who was just as famous as Katy Perry at the same time in the world of music. Oh. Lady Gaga? Yeah. <gasps> oh, I thought I was kidding. Oh, Taylor Kinney. That's right. Not Christian Carino. <laughs> no, okay. not Christian Carino. Who, by the way, you know why I brought his name up really quickly? Why? Because he's in that Johnny Depp article. He's the mm. guy that uh, Johnny texted about doing like really heinous things to Amber Heard. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Let me fill in the it blank all, for you. It's all connected. Uh-huh. So over the past several weeks, Taylor Kinney has been promising his girlfriend they'll get married and that Taylor won't delay it too long. But at the same time, Taylor did hook up with Lady Gaga, his ex. Mm. I, I thought just... that she was with somebody. Isn't she with somebody? Some Well, that doesn't mean anything. I know. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. I forget. Sometimes I forget. <laughs> People don't play by the rules when yeah. they're powerful and famous. <laughs> it's just for us. The rules yeah. are just for us. We worry about all the problems. We follow all the rules. We do what we're told. Everybody else is just off. Having their, um, you know, thousand person parties. I'm sorry. Should we? No, move you're on? not. It's fine. No, it's okay. It's fine. It's fine. Okay. It's fine. I'm fine. Everything. Every, everything's fine. Everything is fine. <laughs> Next. Such a nice segue. See how these things are kind of planned and thought out. Here's our next celebrity gossip mystery. As an almost throwaway implied aside, uh, oh, excuse me. As an almost throwaway implied aside in the massive hit piece on the A-list actor is that the A-plus list talent agent takes on clients way below his grade if they sleep with him. Ooh. Well, is this Johnny Depp? And then... The other person you were just talking about? Can you read that person again? Is it a talent agent? Yes. It's not Christian Carino, is it? Oh, my God. Look at that. Look at that. Yeah. It is all Uh connected. It's all connected. It's all connected. So NT Lawyer's saying, as an almost throwaway implied in the Johnny Depp Hollywood Reporter piece, is that Christian Carino takes on clients way below his grade if they sleep with them. Now, it could be Christian Carino. I think that there are a couple other agents that are named, but Christian Carino is somebody that we even know this person's name. Who is yeah. a, a person who has a lot of power in the inner workings of the entertainment industry? So that means they're a plus. So now, mm-hmm. and it's totally believable. So basically, they're saying that Christian Carino is a d bag. Yep. And he's sleeping with the ladies that he's trying to represent, who are lower on the list than uh, what? Th- that are low on the uh, what? I don't have the okay? end of that pulled together because okay? I'm not looking at it. Well, you know what? The end that are not a list. So Christian Carino has big clients. As an agent at CAA. So what the blind item is implying that buried within this Hollywood reporter piece about Johnny Depp is that Christian Carino will take you on as a client. If you'll sleep with if him. If you'll sleep with him, even mm. if you are not at the caliber of celebrity that he's used to oh, representing. So this just makes me want to go through all the people that he's representing. Well, isn't okay, that what a so, good blind item makes yes. you do? Dig I would a like deeper? to assign that task to you, and I would like for you to report back at some point, please. Thank you. Thank you. Do we have time for a little teeny tiny one? Or uh, no? Let's go Will back we and never con- get this one. No, let's go back and confirm one we talked about last oh, week. Oh, good. Okay. 
now this is a confirmed blind item. Here we go. This foreign-born, illiterate, A-plus-less, mostly movie actor. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Has been working at home and behind the scenes to try to make it as difficult as possible mm. for his significant other to be able to work. He likes her at home and not working. Ooh, that was Ryan Reynolds and Blake Lively. Confirmed. Ooh. Not surprised. I'm here for that story. NT really Lawyer does not like Ryan Reynolds. Period. We End have of learned story. That. He says that he, along with Chris Hemsworth, I can't remember who else, but he did like a, a podcast once on like the top five worst actors in Hollywood or the actors that were least like their public persona. Mm-hmm. And I just remember Ryan Reynolds because of. But do you remember that there was all this drama with his dying father? And that he basically just left him out to dry and die alone. I don't know why I don't remember that at all. That's terrible. It was in that podcast. And, uh, you know, again, you have to take Andy Lawyer at his word. So, Ryan, if you're listening, I'm just telling you what Andy's saying. Don't take it out on us. We don't have those feelings. We don't don't know. We don't know any better, but we'll listen to Andy Lawyer. We don't usually give opinions on celebrities. (laughs) Never. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. We just like to use the word alleged. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, you guys, it's um, Christmas came early today for what? Swifties. It's super big. For You're cookies? not a Swifty. Swifties. Oh, Swifties. Yeah. Christmas came early for Swifties. You guys don't care because you're not Swifties, no. but I do care. And so I'd like to. Emphasis tell you guys, on the Duke. I would like to tell you why it's such a big day in Swifty land. I'm ignoring you. We'll be back after this with big Swifty news. I'm the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071. Welcome back to the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071. <laughs> streaming live you have issues. My 1071.com, everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hi. I don't know what you're talking about. You were wearing know, a hat all... with your name on it. Oh, just <sighs> so we wouldn't forget. No, do you know what that's from, you guys? The Mickey Mouse that's, Club? Yeah, from no, Project it's... Down and Dirty Zoo. Oh, it is. Yeah. It's from the zoo. It's one of those things where I'm like, Am I ever going to wear this uh, safari-looking hat with my name on it? Maybe not, but do, do I give it away? How you, many c- Colleen's are there that need a safari hat? If you work for something that has a lot of branded merchandise, in this case a radio station, you no doubt, uh, like we do, have a drawer or two dedicated solely to branded merchandise, clothing, and things with your name on et cetera. it. Yes. <laughs> It is kind of fun, but that's not why we're here right now to talk. Um, I woke up this morning and I got a text from my husband who was about to hop in the shower and it said to me, a new Taylor Swift album is coming out tonight. <gasps> that's a big deal for you. Okay. This is a big deal. It's sh- well, okay. You're right. Mommy! Oh, okay. Thank you. Oh, that Turkey. Was loud. Turkeys. Thank you, Turkey. Turkeys are excited um, for Taylor. They should be. Um, this is super exciting for a hundred different reasons. Whether you're a Taylor Swift fan or not, I'm sorry. This is just reality. Tell me why I'm this, excited. This woman um decided to make the most of her quarantine pandemic time 
And first, she wrote a secret album called Folklore that nobody knew about. In fact, actually, it's interesting because I just read last night before I went to bed, before I got this announcement this morning. That was just for me. Um, I had read an article where she talked about like how few people even actually knew she was doing folklore. It was the people she was collaborating with across the country. It was her boyfriend, Joe Alwyn, who actually also wrote a couple of the songs with her. And like maybe a couple people at her label. But this was not a widely known thing. And she sort of secretly put together this album and then released it. And you guys, it's so good. And then she announces this morning, I'm elated to tell you that my ninth studio album and Folklore's sister record will be out tonight at midnight Eastern, and it's called Evermore. And then she released the entire track list. Now, this is, again, this is a big deal because the way Taylor Swift usually writes albums and releases them, she kind of encapsulates them as their own, like they're just their own moment in time. There's usually some sort of thematic um, through thread to them, which is the case with folklore. But then she sort of moves on from that era. And then she does something new the next time. There's usually a little space in between. But this woman is busy re-recording her masters, but also allowing... So she talked a little bit about her inspiration for folklore, and it's the same now, I would imagine, forevermore, because this is just sort of a continuation of that last album, that she never has written music. Usually she uses herself as the subject or things that she's going through as the subject. But a lot of the songs on Folklore, even though they have like notes of her in them, it's all influenced by the movies she's been watching and the stories she's been told as she's been at home a lot. Mm. So the inspiration is a lot different. And actually, right now, you can watch that folklore live, you know, where she's playing through the album for the first time with the people she did the album with. Um, and it's on Disney+. Plus. And she talks about each track before she plays it. And there's one song on there, and I can't remember which one it is. I think it's Ricochet, where she says she's never written a song that isn't about just one thing. But as she started to write this song, Ricochet, I think it was Ricochet, just pretend it was. She started to realize that the inspiration was coming from different situations around her and mm -hmm. not necessarily like she was telling one narrative story. And she, and she just never had gone like dug into that. And one of her um, partners on folklore was like, go with it, just go with it, try something new. And so that's like what I admire so much about what she's doing right now. First of all, she totally surprised everybody. Nobody knew she was working on these albums mm -hmm. either time. And they are so good. I would actually argue they're like in the top, top three of her albums. That's saying well, I haven't, something. I haven't heard the new one yet, but this, but folklore, we listen to it constantly at my house. Yeah, constantly. Um, and we're all Swifties here. So anyway, it is big, at huge news at my house. Yeah, not on this show. Trust, I'm the only. Yeah, Swiftie no, I don't dislike Taylor company. Swift. I'm just not obsessed. Like, but I, to be fair, I don't. There's nobody other than Adele, and a bunch of uh, women who are not on this planet anymore. I don't get that excited anymore for things. I really can honestly say the only person I get excited about, um, I used to be like Beyonce, like when she 
you know, because she's such a cre- like I, I get excited for people who create things for whatever reason. That's not Taylor Swift for me. I don't know why, but I, I mm-hmm. will say now, like the next thing that I, I can tell you, I would get excited about other than people you've never heard of before would be Adele. Um, mm-hmm. Just because I think she actually she will, you know, move us in yeah. a way. But I so I understand what I'm saying, uh, the way you feel about Taylor right. Swift. I just don't like. Taylor's just not that person for yeah. you. Yeah. yeah, which I totally get. But what I find so interesting about this is like, this is a woman who has had to use her music to reinvent herself almost every time she's released a new album, at least recently. Can I just say, though? Ooh, what? That just yeah. sounds like such... Like... <sighs> yeah, I'm trying not... What? I don't want to be negative, so I'm just not going to go there. But I, no, I just think that negative. seems really... That's a lot of pressure. But see, I... I, I agree with you, but I'm going to say something. I think that that is, has more to do with how the industry deals with women than it does Taylor Swift. Um, no, it's not Taylor I, Swift's fault. Yeah, I think that that is a demand that women have more than men in the industry do, where they're, they have to reinvent themselves every time they put out yeah, new well, I mean, music. Madonna, have you met her? Yeah, exactly. Every single album, it's like, what are we getting this time? Right, what, and that's the key what, to survival. What outfit is she gonna? You know, like, I'm a sexy nun. Okay, mm-hmm. okay, that. Well, sure. What else you got in there? Um, I'm a, I'm a cheese making whore. Uh, okay. Why is it gotta? Why is there gotta be some sex in there? Um, I can't so, wait until her accounts <laughs> receivable phase. <laughs> while Taylor Swift, yeah, but you gotta Swift, throw in none or whore in there. There's oh, like while yeah. Taylor Swift is not a cheese making whore on her new album that we know of. Just know there's a new album tonight, and that I will be staying I'm excited up late for to you. listen to it. Thank you. Um, and maybe I'll get a review tomorrow. You don't know. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, what store would you want to spend the night in? Six five one six four one one zero seven. Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area, and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer.